Hello, I'm Gwetta Lathland, and this is the Mama Cusses podcast, the podcast dedicated to all the cussable moments in parenting. Disclaimer, the Mama Cusses podcast may have curse words, profanity, or adult topics. Okay, it will definitely have those things. So if you have sensitive littles listening with you, now might be the time to pop on those headphones or go hide in the bathroom with your grown-up juice. This episode of the Mama Cusses podcast is sponsored in part by Canismac. So in case you've never seen me on TikTok or Instagram, I am a tattooed mama with a body mouth. I wouldn't say I'm heavily tattooed, but I'm not lacking in ink. So when I connected with Canismac and started trying out their products, I was beyond thrilled to see their line of hemp oil infused tattoo care products. My favorite is their Ink Salve. It's a plant-based vegan wax product that creates a breathable barrier between your skin and the elements. It's great for applying right after you've gotten a tattoo. Applying a thin layer will help keep your skin hydrated as well as minimize redness, irritation, and itching without clogging your pores or causing the tattoo's color to bleed. Canismac ink salve can be used long after your tattoo has healed to keep your ink looking fresh. Head over to canismac.com to check it out and enter promo code MAMACUSSES for 10% off your order. All right, let's get this shit going. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. I have a friend that I have met through the TikTok and Instagram. Her name is Aurora. Hello. <laughs> awkward moment where uh, we I know. looked at each other. That part's always awkward. You're like, am I going to keep talking? Or are you going to talk? I don't know. <laughs> so she has a podcast. Tell us about that. Yes. So I have a podcast. It's called Your Best Friends Podcast. Um, you can find it anywhere that you normally find a podcast. Um, and yeah, it's not necessarily mom specific, but uh, Gwenna was just on my podcast. We did an episode talking about um, mom guilt and all of that fun stuff. So yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. So we've decided to do a pod swap and she has come on the Mama Cusses podcast. And today we're talking about stupid shit people made for kids. Yes. There's a lot of it, you guys. <laughs> There's a lot of them. So much. It's it's ridiculous. Like, um, I don't even know where to start. Let's let's pick high chairs. Like I, I need to I need to talk to whatever jackass decided that when they made a high chair, they needed to put 90 degree angles and crevices. So many crevices. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't, like, clearly whoever designed a high chair has never seen a child eat. Uh-uh. It is we have, we have the Ikea one, you know, the, yeah. the cheap one that everyone has. Yeah, um, me too. Love that one. However, the tray is impossible to take off. Yeah. And the little, the little spot where they attach mm -hmm. just is, is filled with spaghetti sauce at this point. <laughs> Just absolutely to the brim. I don't think I could open it if I wanted to. Well, and it's got that little lip in the back that's supposed to be a handle. I don't know how, but my kids have gotten food inside there, yes. which defies physics. 
Yes, and and the buckles yeah. are just coated. Oh, they're just it's disgusting. And honestly, like they always smell like bananas, yeah. you know, which is just the most disgusting smell after like after you open a banana, you right. know, like post <laughs> post eating a banana, the worst smell. It is like, well, and and we you and I got the good kind of high chairs. Like my mm -hmm. my eldest, who's 13. She had this high chair that had these little plastic ridges for support. Like it was, uh, yes, it was awful. I don't, oh my gosh. If I ever like meet somebody and they say, oh, well, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a podcaster. What do you do for a living? I design high chairs. Like I will be arrested. You're like, point. all right, we are throwing hands right this second. I have some very heated questions for you. Cash me outside, bitch. Cash me outside. <laughs> We, um, before we, before we had an actual high chair, we would put him in his bumbo, you know, like, cause it was more convenient and he mm -hmm. couldn't completely sit up on his own. And the little straps on that are so much worse than a real high chair because they're completely unremovable. I tried with pliers for about an hour one day because I just wanted to wash the goddamn things <laughs> because they were just so crusty and, yeah. and I couldn't. And so I just stuck the whole fucking thing in my sink and just filled it with soap and scrubbed until no tomorrow. And then he just had soggy wet straps until, the ever. until like, he graduated to a real high chair. It was. <laughs> yeah. You, okay, I just don't so know why. Now you have, you have boys. Yes. Yes. I have two boys, one that's three and one that's nine months. Awesome. So how infuriating is it that all clothing makers of baby boy clothes have decided that, you know what? Boys only wear stripes. Thank you. That and <laughs> things with flaming sports right. things. I'm like, sports I ball, fire right. and stripes. Yes, That's it's like have. it's a soccer ball on fire. <laughs> and it says daddy's little helper or some shit. Yeah. Like, like it is overtly masculine. We're we we're parenting in a world where we're fighting toxic masculinity, yes. and yet our toddler boys have hellball and monster trucks. Yes, yes. I honestly find myself shopping in the little girl section because there's more neutral clothes there, yeah. um, and it's the same. And honestly, my three year old loves pink, and so yeah. half of his pajamas are his favorite pair right now is this little pink one, and the shirt has. A little ice cream cone and the ice cream part's a cat yeah. and he loses his mind over it and it's the cutest shit and but yeah boy clothes mm, don't get i hate i hate boy clothes, boy clothes. they're like, just so god awful i get lucky because i do have twins the other one's a girl mm -hmm. so yeah they're both obsessed with moana and my son sure does rock a moana dress like nobody's business oh i bet oh, that sounds so cute <laughs> But like, there's just Moana is marketed as a, a, a it's a it's a neutral movie. But let's face it, all the toys are in girls, and all the clothes are in girls. Yes, I think there was a lot of Maui stuff when the movie first came out, but it's aged a bit, so that stuff's impossible yes. to find. I I just you walk into a boys section of the store, and it's just fucking stripes everywhere, and and, and the toy section is so like it's. It's just cars. Yeah. Well, and now to be fair. And Nerf guns. To be fair, when you walk into the girl side, it is not a whole lot better. Like Susie That's Homemaker true. Central, 
That's true. There like, needs to be just like an aisle of just toys. Just like, <laughs> well, and that and that's the Melissa Doug section. <laughs> it is. It is. But, but that's expensive. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really feel like dropping fifty bucks on some wooden blocks, but I guess that's my only choice. Right. Otherwise, I'm picking a, a very specific side. Well, Target got all excited when they when they said they were doing away with the boys section and the girls section, mm -hmm. which was fantastic. Good job, Target. The problem is, is the toy makers didn't follow suit, so there's yes. still like just boyish toys and girlish toys. Now, my kids decided, despite having equal access to, because they're twins of you know both sexes. My boy is very much into what would be classified as boy toys. My girl right. is very much into what would be classified girl toys, despite having each other's toys right there. But still, it's just, could we be slightly less cliche? Like, Mattel, I'm asking you, please be slightly less cliche for one brave line. This has been a message to Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting for your response. Also, uh, Mattel, I'll take it all back if you sponsor me. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know what, Mattel? Actually, I love you and your very gendered toys. <laughs> With a price tag. <laughs> all right. So, well, while we're talking about baby clothes, this is a rant that every mom has ever. Real buttons on any piece of clothing for anything smaller than a 10-year-old is cruel and unusual punishment. Tell me. I'm yes. Right. No, you are 100% right. Also, I'd like to contest the rompers for babies that don't have anything on the bottom that you have to completely undress mm -hmm. your baby. And I'm like, my baby just shit himself. And and here I am having to peel that off. Right. And Like zippers. zippers. I got to the point that the little uh, footed pajamas that have the snaps all the way down them, fuck those snaps. Mm -hmm. Zippers <laughs> have been around for decades. Well, now I'm spoiled. I only want to put him in pajamas that have the double zippers, you know, the one on the yeah. bottom too. And every time I put him in pajamas that just zips down from the bottom, I'm like, what year is it? It's like <laughs> the Stone Age in here. I just want two zippers. Easy access. <laughs> See, with my eldest, I didn't have that shit. So when my two youngest were born, I was like, oh, this is a thing? It's revolutionary, truly. <laughs> It is, and I think, you know, I was I was a baby in the 80s, and my mom's like, mm, complain some more. I was like, hey, I can't. You're old. There's nothing I can do about it. I love you. like, look, you can't blame me. <laughs> it's not my fault. If I had been around earlier, I would have invented it. I, I would have happily bitched about this stuff then, too. I mean. <laughs> Someone should invent some zippers on baby clothes. Right. I go both ways. <laughs> okay, so now you have a wee one, and you also have... So childproofing. Let's talk about childproofing products mm. because there are. So we have corners on our stuff because most of our stuff was procured before we had babies. Yes. And so we had to childproof all of it. And I've discovered that those corner guards that are supposed to keep them from, you know, thawing their eye out, those have two levels of adhesive. Either a slight breath within a yard or so will take it off. Or my 15-year-old will be safely protected from the corner of that particular piece of furniture. 
It's true. I feel it's the same way for everything. Like the outlet covers, you either get the really shitty ones that like just pop out if you out. look at it, or they're the ones that like I'm digging at them. I'm like, I just need to charge my fucking phone and I can't. Like you, like, you momentarily consider like, if I get a fork, nope, that is a bad idea. <laughs> exactly. I had that thought two days ago. I like went to go get a butter knife to, to just yank this thing off. And I was like, my husband's not home. If I die right now, I'm fucked. <laughs> so like, I guess, I guess my phone's going to die, but at least I won't. The number of times I have said, okay, my husband's not home. If I die right now. <laughs> Literally what makes me make most decisions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we have opted not to safety latch our toilet mm. because both of us may have made an adult mess <laughs> at late at night because we could not figure out the fucking safety Those things latch are hard. At three o'clock in the morning. I'm just afraid that my toddler will... I, I usually opt for just locks on the doors. Yeah, that's, because, that's what we went with. Yeah, because on the toilet, I've seen... Have you seen Baby Mama? Yeah. You know yeah, that scene where she has to pee in the sink? I feel that on a spiritual level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to avoid that. Well, and then, you know, pre-quarantine, this this doesn't really happen anymore, but pre-quarantine, I'd go over to the, to the Crunchy Mama's houses. No <laughs> shade on Crunchy Mama's. I'm as silky as they come, but... <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard someone refer to themselves as a silky mom. I love it. Well, it's the opposite of crunchy. Right, right. I love it. <laughs> like, I will bleach my child if I need to. I'm fine with it. Um, I will oils. bleach my child. Do here. not come for me. I'm not going to bleach my child. All the Karens have their pitchforks right now. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't use bleach. <laughs> I can hear them outside. Um, yeah, no, I'm as silky as they come. And... I went over to a crunchy mom's house and I love her to death. She's one of my besties in real life. And she had one of those child lock things on the toilet. I was like, well, guess I'm not peeing today. That's fine. You're like, I'm just going to, just going to go right back up. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> Do you have a bush somewhere? Because that is going to be slightly less embarrassing than me figuring like, out this toilet. Is there lock. a window I could just kind of hang out of just for, <laughs> just for a few minutes? It's fine. I'm going to say hi to your neighbors. <laughs> Okay, so sippy cups. Now you've got one who's still in bottles and one who's has he graduated sippy cups yet? Is he in big boy he, cups? He is. However, we usually just do water bottles with a straw because he never mastered a sippy cup. And what we did instead was those those cool 360 cups that just have yeah. like the little he was great at those because he always wanted a big boy cup. He always wanted to like drink out of a real cup and would mm -hmm. end up drowning himself. And <laughs> I would get frustrated that there was juice everywhere. So <laughs> we opted for those and those were really great. And he used those until he was about two and a half. And then he decided that like he would, he figured out how to take the little lid off. Yeah. And so then it was just game over and we've dealt with spills ever since. See, we have to use Contigo straw sport cup mm -hmm. things. That's what I, we use. You see, <laughs> I, uh, I handed my, they were 18 months old at the time when we got those miracle cups from Munchkin, which I love Munchkin brand. Also hashtag Munchkin sponsor me. I was just going to say, and Contigo <laughs> while, while we're at it. Contigo. Yeah, no, I love you, but no, have you ever noticed? And I don't know how many sippy cups you ran through before abandoning the attempt. So but, many. 
the moment they say guaranteed leak-proof technology, the first time you put fluid in it, it will be on the floor or your child. Oh, everywhere. And then you just put the lid on just a little bit wrong. Yeah. And it's and it's everywhere. And you can't tell. What's so frustrating to me is, because my youngest still uses bottles, but he does have one sippy cup that he uses like at mealtimes, mm-hmm. just to help everything go down. And we just have the one because doesn't use it very often and you know so it has the little handles and the lid never screws on in such a way that the spout is in the middle of the cup it's always over one of the handles and it doesn't matter how many times i take that lid off and re-screw it on because as soon as it's lined up it's leaking somehow yeah. and so he can't figure out how to use it because it doesn't fucking work <laughs> Yeah, no, I am convinced that makers of children's products have A, never had children, and B, likely never been a child themselves. Like, it's. They just came out of the womb. A Kyle, just like a straight up adult man. Yeah, like just. And his name is fucking Chad. I know his name is Chad. (laughs) His name is Chad. (laughs) Or Kevin, maybe. Yeah, and he's definitely married to a Karen. But I. uh, Also. I apologize to the feminists in my audience. I just assumed that the maker of this bullshit was a dude. It could have been a chick, but since it's stupid, I went with dude. I, I agree with you. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. Honestly, the best sippy cups that I found, the munchkin weighted straw cups were great. And those mm-hmm. are the ones we used until we got up to the Contigos. Mm-hmm. And the dollar store sippies, like the bottom of the, the rack at Walmart... Those ones are the ones that leak the least, that go on, like, human fucking cups. Like, do they just thread on? My favorite thing that my mom has ever gotten me as a mother, she's always, like, every once in a while, she'll give me something just really random, like, for my children. And I look at it, and I'm like, I can see why you thought this would be, like, a really helpful tool, and yet it's just going to sit in my in my drawer until I donate it to the thrift store inevitably. Um, like she gave me one of those like little cutters for food, you know, yeah. you just, you're supposed to just push it and, and the food comes out in perfect cubes, but it's not sharp because it's, you're supposed to use it around children. So it just kind of mushes, mushes the whole thing. So that sucks. But she got me, I don't even, she probably just got them on Amazon. Little lids that they fit over any children cups and they just like, I don't even know. They like fold over it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to No, but I desperately need you to send me a link when we're amazing. done. I will. <laughs> they're amazing. I have like I don't have any anymore, but I did have some with my first because she gave me some and they just they completely suction over the top of the cup so they can't leak. That's and they're so, so easy amazing. to come off because you just I mean a child can't do it, but you just put pressure on the inside of the cup yeah. and it just pops off. It is a woman invented that, I am <laughs> telling you right now. A woman who is tired of leaky sippy cups. You know, every time I look into my favorite kid inventions, it is always a woman. So really? my kids were obsessed, and they still get them sometimes, but they, when my eldest was a baby, baby food only came in the little boxes or the jars. Mm-hmm. When these two were infants, which wasn't that long ago, we got the squeezy pouches. Yes. And my favorite thing ever was this little trifold box that you popped the little squeezies into so they couldn't mush all of the food out of them. 
<laughs> my jaw's on the floor right now. I didn't know that was a thing. It is a thing. And yeah, you should abs- I will send you that link. Perfect. And listeners, we'll I will links have that here. in the show notes. There will be many links in the show notes. Just, just know that. That so, sounds yeah. incredible. The yeah, amount of outfits that have been ruined out in public. Yeah. Because and of the apple I mean, sauce. They're not everywhere. foolproof. If, if they get a real good grip on them, they'll still come out a little. But yeah, it just prevents them from squeezing all of the squeezies out. That was probably my favorite thing. And I looked into it and a chick invented it. Of course. <laughs> a, ch- a, a, a chick that a woman, a very intelligent, fed up to death with ruining children's outfits with squeezy pouches woman. Yes. God bless her (laughs) or the universe bless her who, whatever. Okay. So you have your little, your sippy cup things. I've got my squeezy pouch things. Are there any other things that you loved? Like we've spent a lot of time bitching and I've got more bitching in me. Don't worry. Oh, I have bitching in me. What are, what are, what are either your favorite products or the products that you looked at and just wholeheartedly went, nope. (sighs) Let me think. I've got one. So. Okay. You, you tell yours and I'll think about it. Diaper wipe warmers. <laughs> did you use <laughs> one of those? I did. I did. And I got rid of it after my second. We kept it. Yeah. We, my first would scream every yeah. time we changed diapers, as all babies do. But I didn't realize that that was a universal thing. <laughs> I thought it was my baby who who would not let us change his diaper without screaming. So we went out and bought a wipe warmer because I thought if the wipes were warm, then he would stop screaming. It didn't. Didn't do <laughs> um, we we continued to use it just because it was convenient and it was plugged in in his room. Um, but I didn't like, I wasn't married to it. And um, we had our second and we dug the wipe warmer out of the closet and cleaned it out. And I plugged it in and I was like, this is the biggest waste of my time. <laughs> I am not using this. So I, I gave think- it to my sister-in-law. <laughs> I think there are things that are categorized as first time moms only and diaper wipe warmers is probably one of those poor things. Um, I think another one that I was always, it sounded so cool, especially if you uh, formula fed your baby, but the baby Brezza like Keurigs for Mm -hmm. like, I wanted one of them for like a month. And then I looked at the price tag. I was like, Tops, my kid's going to use it for a year, assuming we skipped all breastfeeding entirely. That seems like a lot of money. Yes. It's a cool idea, but it's just, it's so much like, what am I going to do with it after? Fucking Kool-Aid? Am I going to have a Kool-Aid instant maker? Honestly, though, like, (laughs) you find a way to, like, just stick a bottle of tequila on that and, like, (laughs) rig that up somehow. Like, little mixed drink (laughs) thing. It sounds nice. Um, I think one of the things that I think is the most useless is, I guess just honestly, like the more expensive versions of baby things. So like specifically baby swings, not a necessity, but very helpful. But there are the ones that cost like $600 and your baby's only going to sit in it for a few months because as soon as they can sit up, you know that they are not going to sit in that thing. Right. So you have like a four-month, five-month top shelf life on that thing. It's more than $100 a month. Like, 
Right. Like if we're going to invest that amount of technology, let's make a mom sized one because we're the ones who fucking need that rocking, swinging, spinning motion. It does. Oh, that sounds so nice. I, every time I put him in his swing, I was like, I want that. Right. I want what you have. Yeah. Some mom invent that and let us know. Right. It's a little swing. I'd love to be a little swaddled and just right. rocked to sleep. What else have I got? Oh, let's wander into toys. Yes, let's. Toys. So another another reason I will go to jail, and I'm pretty sure this human has already passed off this mortal coil, but if I ever find the human being who made those popcorn ball walkers, I'm going to beat them to death with one of their own toys. I will join you. <laughs> those things, honestly, any toy that makes an excessive amount of noise, right. I... We have one toy that makes noise, like one toy, and it's a little coffee maker. And I and I allow it because my son knows how to say latte, espresso, just <laughs> all of those things. And he will, and he'll he'll pull his little coffee maker out and he'll put the little cup on it. And he'll say one espresso, and then he'll make a little espresso and he'll hand it to me. And it's cute. <laughs> but I draw the line <laughs> after that one noise making toy any other toy that sings or talks or anything i just i was i, I can't with it yeah uh -uh. Mm -mm. it's one of the only times that i look back at my mom's experience in parenting and my grandmother's experience in parenting and meant, man y'all didn't have disposable diapers like we had and you you didn't have a lot of the modern conveniences that we have as parents like you, my mom couldn't hand me a tablet to shut me up i sure do that to my kids all the time but what they didn't have was stupid toys that light up and like, tell me why i bought my child a fucking infant cell phone <laughs> why did i do that i considered getting mine a little cash register what? which was so annoying but i was like it's got a lot of buttons he'll love that <laughs> You know what my children did with the cell phone? They didn't emulate me, which was probably probably good. Probably means that I'm on my phone in front of them less than I think I am. But no, they beat the shit out of each other with it. Like I can I can truly imagine that. My my toddler got, I that? I, I, he some gifted him a little set of like musical instruments for his first birthday. And we unwrapped it, and I said, thank you through my teeth. And <laughs> and then hit it. And every once in a while, he'll find he'll find one of them. And, and they're so, like, they're all, like, the most annoying type of rattle, you know? Mm -hmm. Or, like, tambourines with, like, 17 sets of bells on them. That, like, that's excessive. No one needs that many bells on, on a tambourine. Just any type of toy that makes noise. We did get him a Buzz Lightyear, and I... And I will say that's okay. Although I wish there was an easier off switch. Sometimes if yeah, I hear. That's ultimately hear, my, yeah. my decision making. Is, it, is there an off switch? If it turns on for any reason whatsoever, can I shut it up at will? Or is it going to sing to me for the next five minutes? Because like the so, motion ones? Yeah. The ones that like growing up, my mom had one for was like this little stupid star and it like hung on the car seat, you know? And I don't know why you would make a toy like this for a car seat in a car that's constantly moving. Anytime it got jostled, it would start singing songs and it wouldn't stop. And there was no off there button. Was no so, off. If, 
So if it got left in the car, it was just constant, like screeching lullabies. And I, I'm pretty sure that it's a miracle that any of my, any of my siblings and I made it out made it. alive because of that. I would have, I would have killed everyone over that. I, yeah. all right. Well, on that note, on, on Aurora <laughs> almost killing family members over a singing star, Aurora, tell us where we can find you and all of your beautiful creations. Yes. So on Instagram and TikTok, I am Aurora McCausland. And <laughs> I'll spell it because <laughs> it's a hard one. Um, well, here, send it to me. I can put it in show notes. Okay, Everyone perfect. can just click. Yeah. Perfect. You could just do that instead. So it's at Aurora McCausland on both TikTok and Instagram. Um, TikTok is really not about my kids, but I post a lot about plants. So if you love plants, you can you can follow me there. Um, and then my podcast, which Gwenna was just on, is at Your Best Friends Podcast. And there is an Instagram for that, but also you can just listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. And so now that you finished this episode, you can go head to her podcast and listen to our episode there and the rest of her fantastic content. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to head to mamacusses.com for all of our show notes, the hundred of thousands of links. It's going to take me an hour to figure out what the fuck we talked about this time. And they'll all be in there. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the Mama Cusses podcast. We do want to thank our sponsors for their support and the Fox sisters for the use of their song Stuck on You for the intro and outro of our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a review. That helps us a lot more than we can possibly describe. Also, follow us on Instagram and TikTok as at Mama Cusses. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook as at This Mama Cusses. And be sure to join the Mama Cusses Moms group on Facebook. It's like a mom's group, but without the weird. All right, that is it. Thanks so much. See you soon. Stay fierce, bitches. <laughs>